0: Hallelujah, everyone. Let us start with the meditation of the week from Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for giving us your word of truth. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and every listener of today's message, so that they may receive your word and be able to understand your word of truth. Please give them faith by opening the eyes and ears of those who are hearing your word today, for faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, this week's title of the word is Hope and Inheritance Given to the Church of God. And the main text come from Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 through 23. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And that is the exceeding greatness of his power to word who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. Apostle Paul testified of the hope and inheritance for the church of God that entered into the kingdom of God. He testified of the hope. In Titus 2:13 he said, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. He testified of the sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, saying, They might praise his glory as a guarantee of inheritance to be given. The inheritance to have in the present world shall disappear when the world and the lust pass by. But the inheritance for the children of God and the church of God is eternal Apostle Paul testified of this hope an abundant inheritance for the children of God which is incomprehensible unless the eyes of understanding is opened through the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The first eternal inheritance for the children of God is the reigning power with Christ on the earth in the millennial kingdom after he judges the world and restores the earth. Second, the inheritance shall be given for them in heaven when Christ fills all things in all. Apostle Peter testified of it, saying, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, Reserved in heaven for you. 1 Peter 1.4 When we said earlier about Christ filling all things in all, um, Colossians 1.16 also mentions, and it, it describes that everything belongs to Christ. For it says, For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions, or principalities, or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Apostle Paul testified to the saints suffering in Rome that the inheritance of the children of God is the inheritance as heirs of God. Romans eight sixteen and 17, he said, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together." King David prophesied of the inheritance that Christ will receive when he comes back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. In Psalms 2, he said, Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder, and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath, and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion, I will declare the decree the Lord hath said unto me. Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. That's a clear prophecy of the second advent of Jesus Christ. God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, as the king of the Jews 2,000 years ago. But they were against his kingdom with violence by rejecting him and crucifying him, who was innocent. Since then... For the past 2,000 years, God has been waiting for the kings and judges of the world to repent. But all the nations have formed the United Nations and united with Satan to rebel against Jesus, who will come as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They are determined to gather together at Armageddon to fight against Christ. However. God in heaven made a decree to set Jesus Christ as the only king on the earth and to impeach all the kings and judges of all the nations of the world. And he will fire all of them in the courts of heaven when the Lord Jesus Christ comes as the Lord of judgment. At the same time, the Lord Jesus Christ will occupy all the ends of the earth and will reign as king of kings and lord of lords. At this time the translated saints shall come down to the earth with him as the joint heirs with him and rule over the whole earth together. Jesus then spoke unto his disciples a parable. When he comes back to the earth as the king of the whole world, He will give reigning power to his servants according to their works. This is in Luke 19, verse 12 through 27. A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy until I come. But his citizens hated him, and sent a message after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And it came to pass, that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, when he commanded these servants to be called unto him, to him who had given the money, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And he said likewise to him, Be thou also over five cities. And another came, saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin. For I fear thee, because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou didst not sow. And he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore, when gavest not thou my money into the bank, that at my coming I might have acquired mine own with usury? And he said unto them that stood by, Take from him the pound, and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And they said unto him, Lord, he hath ten pounds. For I say unto you, that unto every one which hath shall be given, and from him that hath not, Even that he hath shall be taken away from him. But those mine enemies, which would not I should reign over them, bring hither, and slay them before me. In Jesus' parable, we are able to find out some of the important truth. Even if we are the children of God, the inheritance shall be given as much as we have done for him on the earth. This is working out your salvation. Paul describes this scene in 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Jesus has already given each of us one pound, asking us to occupy with it. Now, assuming that the Bible is the one pound given to each of the children of God, to occupy with it may mean to preach the gospel, to occupy the earth, which is already occupied with the devil. Winning souls, as my mentor pastor puts it, The reason the one pound, um, I was taught that everybody's Bible weighs around one pound. You know, give or take a couple ounces, depending on which um, reference Bible, reference or not of King James Bible that you may have. Um, Recently, I had a chance to evangelize and I I told this young gentleman that I'm just a messenger of God. Delivering the gospel like a mailman. I'm also stealing souls away from the devil. Winning them back for God. You know a famous boxer once said. Fly like a butterfly and sting like a bee. But if we look in Matthew ten sixteen, Jesus said this. Behold I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. This is the important part. Be therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So gotta be cunning like a snake or serpent. But be pure like a dove. I remember before my journey out here to California... I was in a prayer just before going to sleep, thanking God for guiding me to mission trips, provision of a mentor and a local church where I can serve. I was inspired by Isaiah 6, 8 and I still remember that I pray just like Isaiah spoke. Um, This is from Isaiah 6 verse 8. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. I truly felt like a kid again, back in elementary school, raising my hand when the teacher was looking for volunteers. Okay, back to the main message. Apostle Paul testified that, They which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Abraham received the land as much as he walked horizontally and vertically. When Jesus was on the earth, he also preached the gospel by traveling without ceasing. Jesus commanded unto his disciples, saying, according to Matthew 28, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Jesus asked them to teach all nations of himself that has all power of heaven and earth. That's right. The children of God who have become members of the church of God shall receive the reigning power in his kingdom as much they preached the gospel walking with them in this regard apostle paul testified of the children of god as the joint heirs of christ he also testified that christ became the last adam to be the quickening spirit therefore the church of god the body of christ Became the last Eve as the bride of Christ, as helping hand for Christ to fill all things in all in heaven forever. Apostle Paul called this as a mystery. Apostle Paul also testified of the great power given to the children of God and the Holy Spirit within them that is, the resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead. He also testified that God gave the head of all things, that is, Christ, to his church, testifying that his church shall become his helping spouse and filling the whole universe forever and ever. Apostle Paul testified of this as a great mystery in Ephesians 1, 22, and 23, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Apostle Paul testified that there is something necessary to understand all these mysterious truths. He also said that he prays for the saints for this. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the Saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power Ephesians 117 through 19. Jesus had taught the word of God to his disciples for three and a half years, but they could not understand the truth. After his resurrection, Jesus opened their understanding. Then they finally realized and understood the meaning of the Lord's death and resurrection so that they were able to preach the gospel of Christ of salvation through through repentance and forgiveness of sins to the whole world. This is Jesus speaking in Luke 24, verses 40-48. through These are the words which I spake unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me, This is the Old Testament, by the way. Uh, Verse 45, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, and ye are witnesses of these things. Amen. God bless you and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be filled within you. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at wgmi.org. wgmi.org More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.